Welcome to the Productivities Podcast. I'm Mike Vardy, and we're inching ever closer to the tail end of my year. I, I start my year in September, and then in July and August, as uh, you know, as, as those months are fast approaching, that's normally when I focus on things like you know self care and planning. Because my kids have been in school for, you know, the entire year and they're now finishing up. And, uh, you know, I've been able to kind of put myself in a position to have that time off. 2020, the calendar year 2020 has been different. I haven't had uh, the same kind of opportunities, much like everyone else, especially those that have kids, because the year has been pretty much uh, an anomaly uh, since March. Of, of this year, so of 2020. So what does that mean for my summer? Well, I mean, uh, a, a post I wrote a long time ago called uh, How to uh, Face and Avoid the Summertime Slide kind of goes away in a situation like this because uh, the summertime slide may have been already happening for an extended period of time for, for you. But there's more to it than that because when I think about the way that I kind of wrap up my year is two very distinct days show up before my kids are normally done school. And then one almost immediately after my kids are done school shows up and they all kind of are related to my own personal productivity and, you know, how I engage or or relate with the tasks and projects I want to work on. Let's talk about the first one. Uh, which is World Productivity Day. Now, interestingly enough, this year, um, I made the mistake of saying that World Productivity Day was on the first day of summer, which was the 20th. Now, if I was to look up World Productivity Day, uh, it generally falls on the first, on, on the 20th of June. Because it, ultimately, it, it falls on the longest day of the year, right? Where the most daylight hours are, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. That said, it's not the first day of summer. The first day of summer is the 21st. So, you know, that that was where I had a bit of a, a misnomer. I was on a podcast and I talked about this and realized my error after the fact. But I've always found it interesting that World Productivity Day is on a, on a, on a in June. <laughs> this year it was on a Saturday too. Um, and I had big plans for that this year. I had ideas much like last year. Last year, you know, there was one thing. This year, it's a completely different thing that prevented me from doing it. And here's the thing is that obviously I didn't place enough of a priority on it because it would have been done. So it wasn't. So I did a live stream on the 20th. And and if you were productive on the 20th of, of uh, which, you know, of course, was uh, was was yesterday, um, then as of this recording, at least, uh, then you're going to be in a good, you're going to be in a good stead going into those summer months in the Northern hemisphere. If not, well, I mean, again, you can kind of start the year you want anytime you want. I wrote an entire book about that, but, uh, world productivity day for me in 2020 was not what I wanted it to be. My book did not come out the week that 
I was supposed to have it come out, which was the week of World Productivity Week. Uh, I did not have the plan set in motion for World Productivity Day that I normally would have. And, and you know, I can sit back and I've thought about this and I can blame the calendar or the situation or whatever. But ultimately, I didn't I didn't plan. I didn't put this this in motion. And so I just have to let it go. I mean, the good news is, is that World Productivity Day shows up again next year. And I felt this way last year. I'm feeling it again this year. So if anything, the, the, the idea of World Productivity Day has not escaped me. I know that it's something I want to do. It goes on my calendar every year. I just need to make sure in 2021 that I do something with it, regardless of the situation, because clearly any kind of circumstances can show up. Now, that's not to say I wasn't productive yesterday. I mean, I did a different kind of thing in terms of productivity. I worked on the garden. I built some stuff outside. I built a lawnmower shed for my daughter, or at least got the the uh, structural elements of that down. So it wasn't like I didn't do anything on that day. I just uh, didn't have the wheels set in motion for some kind of productivityist event on that day. And that'll change for 2021. But that leads to the next situation, which is, uh, today. So today is Father's Day. And to me, uh, that day didn't really have a ton of personal meaning to me, other than obviously to celebrate, you know, my own father until my daughter was born. The the very daughter who helps me with show notes every week on this podcast, but there's so much more to it than that. Uh, once my daughter was born, Father's Day took on a whole new meaning. And I found it interesting that it was the day after World Productivity Day because I think the stuff I did on World Productivity Day better connected with my family. You know, the the elements that I took care of on that day were were family oriented and not necessarily work oriented or or terribly personal. And I've spent a lot of time this year with my kids. In, in the same space as them because of the nature of what's been going on. And so when I, when I think about that, uh, and I think about a day to celebrate fatherhood, um, I think that for me it just serves not so much as a celebration, but as a reminder. You know, the idea of, okay, uh, I'm a dad. I know I'm a dad. Uh, and... It's pretty wonderful to be one, but I need to make sure that I'm a dad constantly. It's my number one job. And I don't know whether or not when a situation such as the season that we're in right now comes up, whether or not the... uh, the idea of fatherhood, you know, whether I'm able to give put my best foot forward consistently when everyone is home all the time. I haven't had that kind of scenario since my son was home with me and wasn't going to school. And we're talking five years ago at this point, almost six now. But it gave me pause. Like I spent a lot of time on Saturday working on stuff for like building and growing and doing things outside of what I would, I would never have considered doing years prior. And I'm sure that you're listening, thinking the same thing. There's things you're doing now that you never thought you would have done before. And then I spent today just kind of contemplating on what 
that meaning of being a father is, what fatherhood in conjunction with productivity means to me, being a productive parent um, and doing things like uh, <laughs> uh, getting on a trampoline and, and playing with my, like, you know, that kind of thing. Because uh, that's something that happened. Uh, we, we, we picked up a trampoline. We literally rolled a trampoline down the street to bring it home for my son. Um, and I also find it fascinating that on Father's Day, the father, you know, like I used to be like, oh, just I want to be able to do stuff on my own. This year I didn't want to do that. I mean, I should have, but I didn't. I wanted to spend time with my family and stuff. My, you know, everyone was here. So this may seem like a muddled mess right now, and, and that's okay. I, I'm, you know, I've been spending a lot of time thinking, contemplating. I've been, you know, I'm wearing a shirt right now, uh, which I've worn all day, uh, that says mornings are for coffee and contemplation, which is a line from the show Stranger Things. Um, and I've been doing a lot of contemplation lately, a lot. Uh my focus has been on optimizing and maintaining, more maintaining than optimizing. I have been doing a lot of creating. But I'm feeling that I'm on the verge of, of getting back into that because things are, I'm not going to say getting back to normal, but there's some normalization happening here. And I think when stability shows up and things settle, that it gives you the opportunity to sneak something in. I think that's what I'm looking to do is sneak something in. And I think you can do the same. If if you're feeling overwhelmed by everything that's going on and constant change, if there's a lull, you have a choice. And I think it's okay to make either choice, um, albeit not constantly making that choice, to constantly say, you know, I'm going to take a break, I'm going to take a break, I'm going to take a break. It's kind of like when you're watching a, a boxing match and, uh, you know, the boxers are kind of, you know, jockeying for position and uh, – one guy throws a punch and the other guy doesn't do anything or, 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 and then all of a sudden they look for their, their spot and they throw, throw a, a jab or, or something like that. I think that that's kind of the way you have to look at this is, uh, and it's those monumental moments, those landmark days, things like world productivity day, things like father's day. And then the one I'm going to talk about after the break, uh, those are moments where you have a bit more heightened awareness maybe a bit more clarity. Uh, I would say definitely actually more clarity. I um, mean, then of course the saying clarity affords focus, you know, then you have more focus. So I think that, that for me right now, and I, and I know I'm not alone in this, but there's some, there's some opening showing up where I can throw, throw a punch in there. And, uh, I'm looking forward to starting to do that in the weeks ahead. I've got a week before the next monumental landmark day. And I think that week is going to be the week that's about to start or the week that has started if you, you're like me and you start your week on a Sunday. I think that's the week where the table can be set for the next two months because the next two months for me are going to be all, all you know, they're, they're not going to be very different than what I would normally do. July, I normally take care of myself. I theme it as self-care. And then August, I theme as planning. So I think that it's almost like I can get back to a level set. I can get my footing again um, and then throw a couple of things out there that, uh, you know, um, that I wouldn't otherwise do. 
at least not in the current climate, but I used to do all the time. Um, but I, I want to talk a little bit about getting the next monumental day. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, where I've, where I've, you know, just like when you're throwing a punch, sometimes something throws a punch at you and you fall down, where I've fallen down a bit and how I, I plan to get back up. Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash ConVo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now... You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. 
The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. But first, I want to talk about the UCI Division of Continuing Education. So the current climate, which I've been talking about, there's really never a better time when you have those moments, those spots where you want to take things to the next level uh, to this UCI Division of Continuing Education can give you that opportunity through convenient quality online education. And 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 they're not new to this either. So you're not going into something that, uh, into an organization that has no experience with it. Uh, they've been providing students with quality online courses for years. Uh, they were established in 1962 and they've been offering education for adult learners in Orange County and uh, for over half a century, but they also maintain over 30,000 enrollments from students worldwide each year. And they offer hundreds of exciting courses and programs to local, regional, and global constituencies. Uh, online courses through UCI Division of Continuing Education are taught by expert instructors, and they have industry experience, which is key. Um, they also offer the flexibility that you need, and they offer a real immersive online classroom experience. And so if you're a busy working adult, or you've, you're trying to do what I'm doing and maintain things and, and are looking to level up as you can, you can take classes on your own time, which is, I think it's, it's, that's, that's the key right now, right? I, I think that's the key anytime. If you can have that flexibility to take classes whenever you want, UCI Division of Continuing Education uh, has that, has that capability for you. Now, there are courses and certifications in a, in a wide range of categories. So there's business, there's leadership, there's human resources, uh, IT project management, plenty of them and there's over 60 convenient certificates and, and specialized studies programs that are on campus uh, as well as online for those of you that are able to go on campus but right now online is the focus obviously and they're designed for the working professionals so what certificate programs do is they offer an in-depth body of knowledge to ensure that you gain mastery of a particular topic whereas you know specialized studies they feature shorter, more concentrated curricula. And so if you're short on time, that's that's where you may want to look at specialized studies programs. Both are distinctive achievements that can help prepare you for career advancement or transition. And you can advance your career in as little as six months. So what I want you to do is I want you to uh, give the UCI Division of Continuing Education a try. Now, enrollment is open now for the summer quarter. And some of the courses have already began. They began as early as June 22nd. So if you're interested in learning more about UCI, but cost is a is a concern, then they have scholarship options for, for those that qualify. So here's what I want you to do. Visit ce.uci.edu slash productivityist. That's ce.uci.edu slash productivityist. Then enter the promo code TIMECRAFTING and you'll get 15% off of one course. Now, this offer is only valid until July 31st, 2020 at 11.59 p.m. And the discount is for almost all of the certificate programs. There are some exceptions, and those include coding boot camps, international programs, teacher credentialing programs, and test prep courses. So don't delay. Fill those gaps with some knowledge and help you level up your skill set and, and take your career and, and your knowledge to the next level. Visit ce.uci.edu slash productivityist and then enter the promo code TIMECRAFTING. You'll get that 15% off of one course. Do it today. Uh, you won't regret it. And I really want to thank the UCI Division of Continuing Education for sponsoring this episode of the Productivityist Podcast.
Now, I've learned a lot about this particular time of year. For me, there's that World Productivity Day piece, piece there's the, the Father's Day piece, but then a week gap is in there, and then all of a sudden the summer flood happens where uh, there's event after event after event. Normally they're like vacation events and things like that, but the first big event for me is my birthday. So July 3rd is my birthday. So within, uh, you know, two weeks of Father's Day, I turn a year older. So my year, you know, my year, year and age, age actually like increases. So even though I start my year in September, July 3rd is kind of like the beginning of what would be another year in the life of, of, of Mike Vardy. And I, I had big plans for this year and about halfway through they got derailed, maybe about, maybe about two thirds of the way through. And I've always said that I don't want the year that just went by to be the same as the year, you know, to come. And that's definitely the case for this year. Uh, I then have another two month gap before I officially start my year. So I always look at, at as my birthday and I talk about this when it comes to taking a clarity day that use like a, a milestone date. So the birthday is a good one or around your birthday if you can't do it on your birthday. And what I like about this at this juncture is that I'm going to be able to take some time to get clear and focus on what I want the months ahead to look like. Now, I don't need to plan necessarily. I can just lay the groundwork. I mean, I tore up my vision board from 2020. I actually did a YouTube video about it. And now I'm going to do a revision board, which basically will take me through until the calendar end of the calendar year. So basically six months, the six months remaining in the year. Because most people think, oh, June's the midway point. No, no, July 1st is kind of like that's the main. I mean, you've gone through six months. The next six months start in July. So... All of these milestone or monumental dates happen, you know, kind of in a very quick sequence. And I would say over that three-week period that I really start to contemplate deeper. This is not new to this year, by the way. I always tend to do this to a degree. But this year specifically, because I feel like, you know, the past few months have been such a letdown. Again, no book launch. Uh, you know, the, the inability to travel and see some of my friends that are south of the border. And I cannot stress that I don't know when I'll be able to go south of the border or whether, when I'll be willing to go south of the border, uh, the Canada-U.S. border. Um, but I think that the key... For me, and and I'm speaking about this for you to look at as well, because we are coming into what would traditionally be a slow period for many of us in the Northern Hemisphere. Don't know it's going to be the same this time around, but this is the time to pause and reflect and figure out what's working and what isn't and what to fix and what to forego, uh, what to 
maybe a realigned purpose and, 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 and work through processes, like all of these things that are, are fundamental to productivity. I, this three week period, I, I, I just tend to lean into them a bit more. And that means things like looking at, like, should I go back to looking at apps is something that's come to mind. Um, you know, uh, more YouTube videos. I'm getting a lot of requests for that. Looking at what I can do with the podcast. I've got podcast episodes as of this recording, interview-based podcast. So the Wednesday podcast, I have interviews recorded all the way through until the end of October. So I'm good for a while there. As, as So much so that I've actually postponed any further interviews until at least September. So with that in mind, it, it almost seems... Uh, prudent that every time around this time of year, I try to book a clarity day or I do book one or I look to book one. And I, and I've decided that after thinking about this yesterday and thinking on it more today, that a clarity day is exactly what I need. And I'm going to share with you the results of the clarity day in, in the next week's episode, because it's going to happen during this week long lull that I have here. And there's a reason for that. Number one, uh, my son is still in school, so I'll be able to actually take the clarity day with him not being home. So there's six hours where he won't be saying, Hey, what's dad doing? Cause normally I would go somewhere to do that. I would not be at home just so I can remove myself from a common environment. Can't really do that right now. It's not really a responsible thing to do. Uh, it's not an essential uh, thing to do. So I'm doing it here in my office. <clears throat> uh, so I think that that knowing, and th- by the way, I would normally plan this way further out, way further out, like it'd be three weeks and I'd set the table. I, I'm not going to have that opportunity this time because of the nature of two things. Number one, the uh, the schedule that my kids are on and my wife and all that stuff. But number two, I can't afford to wait. I cannot afford to wait any longer to get clear. And I think this is an important realization for anyone. When you're feeling overwhelmed, regardless of the system you use, whether you're time crafting, using getting things done, traction, whatever you're using, there will always be a point where, not a breaking point, but a boiling point. And I've reached that um, with, with my own... Uh, commitments, obligations, what have you. Time crafting helps, definitely. But without having a, a clear path for where I want to give my attention and carving out new attention paths, all, all I'm doing is, is checking off boxes. Yes, I'm checking off better boxes than I would be if I didn't have this framework in place, but it still doesn't feel right. And so a clarity day is exactly what's needed. And I haven't taken one in a long time. I can't, in fact, I, I, I would bet the last time I took one would have been in February of, no, it would have been, it would have been, um, if you count my planning day, August, late August of last year. So almost a year. I usually take one around Groundhog Day, February, but I didn't do that this year. Probably because there were so many other things going on. I know I had the big ready coming up. There was a lot of different things going on. But I want to get clear. And 
the interesting thing is taking one day to do that, even if it's a weekend day, because if you can't feel that you can do it uh, during a weekday than, than a weekend day, I have the luxury of being able to do it. Frankly, so do you. I mean, time is more fluid than, than we've had in a long time, and you can take four hours or divide it up over a couple of days. I prefer to do it all in one day and just immerse myself. But that's what I'm going to do. And I think that once that has been taken care of, the rest of the dominoes will start to fall. The rest of the table will start to set. The score will take care of itself. And what the end result will be is me doing less stuff, guaranteed. But all that less stuff I'll be doing better. And that means getting through emails faster than I have in the past because I'm emailing people personally right now. I'm still catching up on emails. Um, even with my three-mail system, I mean, I am now officially overwhelmed with email, <laughs> which I haven't been in a while. Uh, figuring out the stuff relating to my a whole bunch of other initiatives, which I'm not going to get into here because some of the initiatives will still exist when this is done and, and, and others will not. But... I think that that ultimately the day in between these two monumental days, World Productivity Day and my birthday, which is to so the the day in between which is today, which is Father's Day. It's becoming more of the guiding principle for what I'm going to do. And it took me long enough to get there. But serving the family putting them first. Uh, that's something that I, I thought I'd been doing, but it's not always what I've done. I've always made the assumption that that's what's been happening, but then upon further reflection and, and also just having conversations with my wife and, and seeing my kids, I realized that that's not necessarily what's happened. And so I'm really happy grateful, in fact, that the order of these dates appeared as such. World Productivity Day, which was productive in a completely different way, but also um, showed me that, you know, again, it fell by the wayside, which means that other things are falling by the wayside. And then Father's Day, where I'm like, have has this been falling by the wayside? Have I not been as as, as present as I need to be with this? And then realizing that, you know, my my 40, you know, my, my 46th birthday is just coming up. And I, you know, as much as time is a man-made construct and, you know, it's really fluid and we get to, you know, we get to control what we do with it. We, it is a limited resource. We will, we will all run out of time. And so I want to invest it wisely. So taking a clarity day is that, not the first step, but but a a, a renewed step, a, a step back into into myself, into the person I want to be, into the better person, and that's it. That's so. What what do I want you to take away from this? Is the idea that dates matter? Due dates don't matter as much as important dates. Dates that make you think, make you. Uh, step back and look at what's going on and make better decisions around what you're going to do going forward. But ultimately, if you're feeling this way, 
If you, if anything that I've said resonates with you, then a clarity day may just be what you need. And uh, I'll be talking about that in the next episode, the next Sunday episode, the next solo episode. So thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you uh, enjoyed this episode and you want to make sure you get each episode, which we publish on Wednesdays and on Sundays every week, make sure to subscribe in uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, I listen to my podcast on Overcast. I absolutely love it. You can, you know, if you subscribe there, just go to... um, uh, let's go to the website and you can subscribe right from the website or if you're listening to the podcast player of choice just do it from there and if you enjoyed the episode a rating and review would be helpful as well uh, this is again the, the solo episodes are still kind of new the Sunday episodes sometimes they're you know obviously they're just me sometimes they're bonus you know, material that I've had from that was not released in the past and sometimes it will be an interview depending on how things go uh, after all, I do have interviews scheduled all the way till November that are already recorded or October into November, but I may find some that pop up along the way that I want to throw in on, on a Sunday. So you never know, but I, I hope you enjoyed this episode and, and I want to thank you for listening and for your support. Take care. And until next time, keep moving things forward. See you later.